Live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Spikerman, fly ball into left, that ball's hit well, back to the warning track, to the wall, and this series starts with a home run! Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Here's the 3-1. Line drive deep into left field. That ball's rocketed out of here. It's a two-run homer for Peyton Graham. And the Sooners are in front in Lubbock. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Here's the one-two to Squires. Fly ball deep left field. If this is fair, it's gone. It is a home run. It's a home run. A two-run shot for Brett Squires, and it's home run derby in Lubbock. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Luca is on stage right now with Shaquille O'Neal at some club while Shaq's DJing. Things like that always fascinate me, how they end up happening. Like, how does Luca end up in the same club that Shaq just happens to be DJing at somewhere in the world? (laughs) Uh, Some of that's planned. You get invited to a party or an event, something like that. But, like, random stuff like that. Like, Shaq was probably asked to just randomly DJ for a little bit, and Luca just happened to be in the same club. Uh, it could have been a situation to where it was planned that Shaq was supposed to DJ that night. Luca Maybe hears about it. It's like, oh, yeah, well, perhaps. we're in town. Got to go see Shaq yeah. uh, DJ. Um, Maybe. They also just showed the uh, – we made fun of it earlier this week. They just showed the U.S. men's flag football team won gold at the world games, the world flag football games. Uh, they showed a winning touchdown pass. That was a horrible pass, but caught for a touchdown. <laughs> well, you know, flag football, they're trying to get added to the, <laughs> the Olympics. Olympics so. Yeah, so we were making fun of it, and there they are uh, winning gold at the Worlds. So go get uh, yeah, go get to, Olympic gold now, I guess, boys. To, to the shock of no one that uh, the U.S. would probably win gold in a world event of for a sport that is chiefly American. Have you watched uh, this – Made me remind me of this because they were talking about things around the world. Have you watched uh, Gladbeck on uh, the documentary on Netflix that Toby's talked about and Plank's talked about? No. What is this about? I finally watched it the other day, and they are correct in the way that they described it. Plank yep. had to watch it twice. It is about oh, a this... German hostage situation. Yes. I, I remember hearing them talk about it. I haven't watched it. Though. That is built completely off of footage from the event, and they, they dub it over in English, obviously, with what's being said on news reports and things like that. They are right. It is the most weird, fascinating, scratch your head. I've got to talk to Toby when he gets back about it, because you sit there and watch it and you're like how did this really happen in real life like how did these dudes hold people hostage and just become celebrities in a it was like a two and a half day ordeal they're just out walking around the streets being interviewed by the media the media's helping them they're bringing them coffee they're buying them cigarettes they're bringing them food 
They're so helping drive them places and give them directions. It is the weirdest. All while hostages are sitting in vehicles and stuff. And the police are doing nothing about it. They're aware of the situation. I, I, I can't even describe the events and how they unfold in this thing. It's just halfway through, I'm just I'm mad at it. And then I can't stop watching it. And it's terrible. The dubbing is terrible on it. Like, they didn't even get, like, good yeah, voice actors I, for I, it. I remember Plank saying that they <laughs> it's just, horrible. just read the uh, subtitles. Don't don't waste your time listening to the dub because it'll drive you nuts. <laughs> it is it is very distracting because it's like, uh, hello, this is Bill from So-and-So News. And uh, they have now have 13 hostages. Let's go down to our live reporter. Hi, Bill. This is Will. Uh, it's like the same voice, and it's yeah. like, what is going on? Here? Like, anyway. your, your name is not Bill, no. okay? No. And that's about like the uh, guy from uh, that's a telemarker that uh, obviously you can tell has a very Southern Asian accent, uh, and says, uh, "This is Jeffrey." Like, is this? Is You're Jeffrey, not Jeffrey. Is Jeffrey really your name? Okay. <laughs> Are you really David? I don't think so. Anyway, I'm not going to say any more than that because I don't want to ruin anything. Because I do recommend it. But it will make you mad and curious. And I can see why Plank went mm-hmm. back and watched it twice because it's almost impossible to believe that it was real. And I'm still, mm-hmm. I'm still after watching it, thinking, did they shoot something to make it look like it was from the 80s? But this was actually all fake and made up like a Blair Witch thing, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't think it could be really true. So, But I haven't gone and Googled it up to see yeah, if I'm that, sure it that'd was. that'd probably be really Toby difficult. said he did and did research, and it apparently was, but just so strange of a situation. And it, it happened in Germany? Is that what you said? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, Germans are weird, so. <laughs> you know what they love? David, David Hasselhoff. <laughs> 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 oh, welcome back, everybody. T-Row in the morning show. We are all over the place today. Big 12 Media Days wrapped up yesterday. We heard from Dylan Gabriel earlier. He likes uh, spam and certain noodles at Panda Express that he can't get at the Panda Express in Norman. Uh, mine now, fun. Now, two locations in Norman, mm-hmm. I should say. Um, is Drake there two is, locations? Uh, now there is. There's one out there uh, right off of Highway 9 now uh, by Buffalo Wild Wings. So, isn't there? Yeah, there is. Next to the new know. Wendy's and all, all of that. A know. lot of new stuff out there, Drake. The, get usually the times that I go to that part of Norman is when it's 5 o'clock in the morning. I'm driving to set up Toby at Tiffany's. So. Yeah, you don't notice anything. I don't the notice side of the anything. Road. Like, basically, I'm, uh, the only thing I see are uh, street lights, basically. Uh, Brent Venables yesterday at Big 12 Media Days. Um, I enjoy Brent. Someone has to talk to him. The fact that he could only get three questions in at the podium, he is he's in-depth when he answers something. I'll give him credit for that. And it is it is kind of you you watch him and listen to him, and then you think back to Lincoln, and then you think back to Bob before that. Bob was so guarded by the end, like those last several years, that his answers were short to the point. I'm not going to give you anything. Lincoln was, you know, 
he was mature in his answers and the way he went about things, but as he was building the program, he was about flash. He was about the Jordans, the shoes, the cars at the barbecue. Let's line up the, the fancy cars. Let It was all about the bling. It was about the presentation of everything. And then you get to Brent, who is... He talked about the notes that he would take, like coming up through the ranks and like things he would write down from Bill Snyder and things he has in notebooks that he's learned from coaches over the years. And you believe him. You believe that there's just binders and binders of notebooks with notes and quotes and inspiration. And it is something to listen to him, man, because he can he can deliver an answer. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I'm saying that's going to be a problem come weekly press conferences. <laughs> if, like, like, say Barry Trammell gets in the first question and due to time restraints, which I guess the ESPN Plus deal will probably change that some. I don't know that they'll be under as tight of a window as they were last year with Fox. Um, but, Drake, if you're the one setting this thing up, you may get one question answered, maybe two, and it may be time limits up. Brent's got to get on with this day. Yeah, I, I, I this this is something that I've really been concerned about come this football season because he's uh, a lab, he's detailed, he's very detailed in every single question that he answers. He's very detailed in his opening statements. I mean, his y- opening yes. statement from seven eight minutes at the podium. No, it was like. 13 go longer? minutes uh, <laughs> at the first spring one. So, oh, the spring one. Yes. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was like yesterday. 13, 15 minutes. So uh, that's the one thing that he'll kind of – and that's – it's also – Part of me hopes he doesn't change. Y- yes. But, I mean, part of that also is that he's used to being a DC, right? He's used to just being asked questions and being able to answer them, and then that's all that's asked of him. So – the giving an opening statement, like he's had, like you said, he's had 20 plus years of being an assistant coach built up in him. That he's like, well, I know what I would say in this situation, that situation, this situation. Now he's getting it all out and it's everything sounds fantastic. But uh, with as tight of a schedule as they try to maintain for the football coaches during the fall, It'll be interesting to see how it is that um, he approaches that moving forward. And part of this is, too, he's able to be this honest and open and give these long answers and be so optimistic because he has not coached one game as the head coach yet. Yeah. He has not experienced that first loss. He has not had those years of uh, media beating him down and the calluses that you build up. And so this was every coach at the podium. Uh, whoever it may have been. Let's go to Steve Sarkeesian. Let's go to uh, Mike Gundy. Every opening uh, for your opening statements, and then we'll take questions. Uh, happy to be here at Big 12 Media Days. Looking forward to getting another season underway. Our team's been working really hard. Uh, really proud of all the guys. Super proud of the guys that we have here representing us today. They've done a lot of things that show leadership and uh, great qualities as young men. Look forward to the, those guys having the opportunity today to talk to you guys. Uh, let's open it up for questions. Every single one of them, it was the same exact thing because it's not their first rodeo. Not their first rodeo. Brent's like, hey, 
Good to see you guys. Oh, Barry, you're looking great. Uh, let me tell you about some philosophies that I have about life and coaching and uh, that that real world, you've had struggles, you've lost a game here or there, has not hit him yet. And I hope that never happens. And well, like I said, and I hope Brent's personality never changes. I hope mm-hmm. this is who he always is. Yeah. Because I like this guy much better than what I'm saying about the flash and the I'm selling shoes and let me take a picture with my foot propped up with my Jordans on my uh, dash here and someone come out in front of the stadium and take a picture of me like this because it's so natural looking. Um, I'm glad that you're not getting specific at all. So I know. <laughs> Just saying, I hope he never changes. And I hope he has so much success. That those calluses don't get built up, that he doesn't yeah. get beat down, that yeah. he's he just goes out there and wins. But I mean, even even so, like the callus are going even if he has. But after eight years, he's probably success. like, oh yeah, happy to be here. I All mean, right, let's go. It happened with Bob. I mean, let's be it honest. Did. Bob was a tremendously successful head football coach by any metric at the University of Oklahoma, by at any university, to be honest. Sands maybe. Alabama, if he were to follow Nick Saban. Mm-hmm. But he, after about five years, six years, started to build up those calluses towards uh, towards the media. Right. Well, it happens with everybody. Um... I mean, everybody gets into a groove to where something becomes no longer... And like you say, I hope it doesn't become this with Brent because it is a great opportunity to be the head football coach at the University of Oklahoma. It should be looked at that, and it's it's so energizing. And that's what's been so energizing for the fan base is that Brent makes that completely obvious that he is so reinvigorated to be the head football coach at OU. This is the job that he wants. He wants everybody to realize how big of an opportunity it is, how great of an opportunity it is to be the head football coach at Oklahoma. And He's embracing it. There's no doubt he's, he's embracing it. He's fully embracing it, but you have to believe that at least like something like talking to the media at some point will become – a routine oriented thing and you just kind of it's less of I, I I'm going to talk will. for about 15 minutes and then uh, give six minute answers on every question. Yeah, I, I suppose it will. And it happens with everybody, like you're saying, but uh, it's kind of fun. I I would like each time I saw him sit down somewhere yesterday, I was yeah. like, All right, I'm going to see how many questions they can get. It, it was an average of about three point five questions that they could get in yeah. a good span of time. I. I hope it, like you said, I hope that he maintains it because the enthusiasm with which he speaks about football, about life, it it is extremely infectious, and it's easy to love Brent Venables as the head football coach. He's got a career as a motivational speaker traveling around this country when his coaching days are done if he wants it. If he wants it. He can sell out rooms. Companies can have him come in and pay him large sums of money. To uh, talk for an hour, two hours, whatever it may be, at a you know a company retreat, whatever it may be, and uh, be a motivational speaker. There is no doubt that's in his future if he wants it. <laughs> uh, we'll hear from Brent a little bit later. He sat down with the guys over at ESPN yesterday. I know we paid, played the stuff from the podium, so we'll uh, hear from him with ESPN uh, coming up here a little bit later. 
if you want to jump in the Riverwind Casino call in line. Text the show. We want to hear from you on the text line. Air Comfort Solutions text line 405-651-3439. It is the T-Row in the Morning Show. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back. Yeah. It's here on the morning show. Hour two on this Friday. Uh, the 7 o'clock hour is brought to you by the great people at Saxon Realty Group. Uh, give Terry and Jackie a call to find out how it is that you can save thousands in the sale of your home with their one-time listing fee of eight ninety nine. Uh, that's a one-time listing fee of eight ninety nine. It can save you thousands in listing commissions. Give them a call at 405-361-3380 or visit saxonrealtygroup.com. For more information, Air Comfort Solutions text line TJ. Uh, interesting uh, text that we've got here today. Uh, I am so out of practice. I am not doing the Carter voice. What? Yep. No. Uh, morning, Drakey. When do you think? This is highly disappointing. Hold on here. Yeah. Well, you can you can do the Carter voice. It doesn't say TJ. It says Drakey. And when he sends in Drakey, he expects the Drakey Carter voice. So, wait, 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 wait. When he says morning buddy, is he talking to you or to Toby? I'm his buddy. No, you are not his buddy. (laughs) I think that has been well established. You are not his buddy. I'm not his buddy? No. Oh. Um, All right. Read it in your boring voice. Brent um, Venables would be upset with you. That does not show passion. Wow. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, morning, Drakey. <laughs> when do we get a vote on a new Thunder Arena? Where will the Thunder go if we don't build a new one? Have a good day. This got brought up because Mayor Holt has come out and said, time to start discussions on building a new arena. Um, Paycom, Ford Center, Chesapeake, whatever you want to call it. Um, uh, 20 years old now, which is surprising. Yeah, that's amazing. And to be quite honest, it's not a great arena. If we're just being honest. No. In it, my it, opinion. It, it was one of those cookie-cutter cookie cutter, arenas that, uh, yeah. It we're going to need it for some concerts here and there, perhaps a circus, some local conventions. Never expected to be a big league city. No. And then, boom, it happens. And now you need a big-time NBA arena. When you look uh, at the Dallas Mavericks at, at American Airlines, uh, doesn't compare. I'm honestly the BOK puts it to shame. I love the BOK. I think well, it's a tremendous facility. A location that makes a lot of sense to me is Kansas City with yes, the Sprint. The Sprint Center, Center is uh, awesome. Well, I guess is it the T-Mobile Center? Well, whatever now? it is now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I knew what you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. Though. But um, I mean, like Kansas City makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Tulsa would make a lot more sense with the BOK. I mean, yeah, it, it's it's generic. It's it's a nice arena, but it's just plain. This is also going to get into the big fights that we always see, though, especially here lately, of 
We've seen a lot with the Oakland area, for instance, well, it's, with it's, both it's the Raiders. It's tax dollars. There's no doubt it's yeah. going to be a fight, yeah. With the Raiders, with the A's, Oakland is – they lost the Raiders already to Las Vegas, and they're probably going to lose the A's as well because of this. Um, Brady Quinn said this morning – they were discussing something on this, uh, not the Oklahoma City Thunder, but the Oakland thing. He says he saw – they got that straightened out, and they're actually staying in the Bay Area. Like I, I hadn't heard that though. Well, last I, heard, the proposal's been for San Jose, which I think is technically where the Niners stadium right, is. Right, right. So that's where the big proposal that there's been this long drug out process of trying to get it done. It's been a nightmare for the A's. Yeah, I mean, it honestly has. But I mean, the Coliseum has been a dump for about 40 years. Mm-hmm. And the last 10 years has just been, like, it's been a piece of junk for a long time. But the last 10 years, it is literally falling apart. I had a friend last week say, hey, um, I'm going to be out that way for uh, some conference or something. The A's are in town. Should I go to a game? Hmm. And I started laughing. I said, no, do not go to a game there unless you like uh, sewage water and rats running across your feet. I mean— And they thought I was joking, but yeah, in a I way, mean, I'm not. No, I mean, the the sewage for sure. I mean, the rats— Anyway, the rats is, that's not the Paycom Center. That It hasn't got to that point. No. But you're right in the fact that it's going to be a fight because there are going to be a lot of people that said— I'm not going to have my tax dollars raised or pay for anything. They've got an arena. They're they're just fine. They've got a basketball court. Well, and also the the viewpoint in this this is how OKC got the Thunder in the first place is that Seattle fought against building build an, an arena. arena for the Sonics. Right. So it's it's the viewpoint is you are a franchise that's worth hundreds of millions of dollars, if not worth over a billion. Mm-hmm. You can afford to build your own arena. Right. That's going to be the fight. And that's it's going to be this tug of war of how much are the Thunder going to pay? How much is the city going to pay? How much are, is the average taxpayer going to pay mm-hmm. towards a new arena? And, I mean, it's realistic that Oklahoma City loses the Thunder if there's not a new arena built. So I think that's what he's looking at. That's what he's worried about and concerned with because there are cities right now that are prepping to take teams. Seattle being one of those. They want a team back. Oh, um, and th- there is no team that they would rather have back <laughs> than, than, than the, the Thunder. Than the Thunder. Yeah. Uh, they would love to turn around and do that to Oklahoma City. And And he's not wrong. When you think about it, it's already 20 years old. So if you're just now starting the discussion, you've got to have votes, you've got to have all this process play out, you're looking at another five, six years before seven, maybe even a little longer before you would even have this thing built. So you're looking at a 25, 26, maybe 30-year-old arena. You're looking at at a couple years away before you would even have it ready to be voted on. Right, right. Then you've got designs, you've got logistics of where, you've got how, I mean, the you're looking at several years out, so I think it's the right time to bring it up, definitely. Because, yeah, otherwise you're going to be sitting with a 25, 30-year-old arena that was already a little bit bland, and you need it, I think, in order to secure the future of the Thunder. I need it 
because uh, I go to a lot of concerts. So, and I like going to the BOK much better than yeah. Paycom for a concert, and it's much easier for me though to go to Oklahoma City. I just like the venue you, better. And everybody knows that you do not like going north of I forty. I so. don't unless I uh, head down the turnpike and head to Tulsa to yeah. the BOK. Very rarely that it happens for me. Yeah. So, uh, but no, it's just it, for Dude Perfect and Eric Church. I That's thought, it. I, I saw some people. That's, That's the list. Uh, no, there's other concerts I've gone to the BOK. Okay, for. let's let's list them. Here. Um, uh, Luke Combs was at the BOK when we went last okay. time. Um, Cody Johnson was at the BOK last time. Okay, I saw that's him. enough. We're, we're done. Right. I, this is boring. Well, I could, I could have told you hundreds of them. Um, hundreds. hundreds. No, stop. Stop. Hundreds. You haven't been to hundreds of concerts, much less hundreds at the BOK. And not at the BOK, but I've been to hundreds of concerts. Hundreds? hundreds. So you've been to at least 200 concerts. At least. Easily. Easily. No. There was a two-year stretch, Drake, where I went to so many concerts, it didn't even matter the genre or who it was because Katie worked at the facility in Dallas, and I just went for free. I'm talking Lilith Fair. I'm talking Snoop Dogg and Ice Cube up in Smoke Tour, uh, Nine Inch Nails, Pantera, Metallica, Ozzy as Ozzy, Ozzy as Black Sabbath. On and on I could give you a list of, of what is now – that's fine. I want to call it Smirnoff. I'm just saying. So there were maybe a hundred just in those two years. That's fine. That's probably a, a bit much. I'm 60, still calling 70. you a liar. Call me out. I'm saying OKC needs a new arena. Oh, I agree. It doesn't affect my pocket or my taxes at all. Yeah. So get it built, Oklahoma City, okay? That's right. Otherwise, you're going to lose the thunder. I'm telling you now. And you want to drive only... 15, 20 minutes. I need better concerts at (laughs) Oklahoma City because they're all going to Tulsa because they like that venue better. The artists do. Probably just made a lot of people angry saying all that. Back after this. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Call Terry or Jackie at 405-361-3380. Welcome back. T-Row in the morning show. Toby and TJ not back with you. Drake and TJ in with you for one more day. Actually, another hour and a half. Toby will be back on Monday. Many of you applauding that. Yeah. Sorry you had to put up with us for the week. Including me. (laughs) Including Drake. He was tired of getting up. What a event it was this morning whenever I got up out of bed and I got to turn off the daily... uh, the weekday alarms of uh, four thirty, the staggered weekday alarms of four thirty, four thirty-five, and four forty. So, <laughs> do, you, do you just have them staggered like that? To, oh yeah, so you don't fall They're, back asleep. Yeah, no, that's that's exactly why it is. So, uh, smart thinking, smart thinking. Uh, let's hear from uh, Woody Washington. I didn't warn you there, but yeah, you uh, gave me zero warning. Well, it's, so it's there ready for you. I've got it ready for you. But yeah, that's uh, what you said about Dylan Gabriel. Too, uh, so. I don't know what happened with Dylan Gabriel. I don't know why it was uh, right in the middle like that. Um, had we not gone back, though, we wouldn't have known that Surf Bar goes hard. <laughs> Stop. Okay, here's uh, Woody Washington sat down with uh, the Steel Man and Thune yesterday. Joined here by Oklahoma defensive back Woody Washington, rising senior, and of course going to be a key cog in the machine for Brent Venables, whom, as we know, 
uh, is going to throw the kitchen sink at opposing offenses. One of the things he thrives on is creating chaos, generating different looks, and confusing both opposing offensive coordinators and quarterbacks. So, Woody, I guess I want to start there, and we talked a little bit about it in the break. But uh, as you got going in the spring and you became familiar with the new scheme under Brent Venables, uh, what stands out the most about how it compares to what you were previously running under Lincoln Riley and Alex Grinch? Um, so I would say uh, the, the defense that we're in now is definitely a lot more complex. Um and like you said, he's going to throw the kitchen sink. So we're going to run a lot more plays than we did last year. Uh, a lot of different calls that we have in. And um, I just I just know it's going to be a great season for us. Uh, just when he came in, it, the atmosphere of the building just changed. So uh, as far as the defense, though, I, it's, it's definitely a lot different. But, I mean, football is football. So we're going to run, we're going to run what we run. This is going to be a lot more of it. You know? Now, obviously, Venables and his return to Oklahoma has kind of been the hot-button topic throughout the offseason, but you've got a new positional coach as well, Jay Valai, who comes uh, from Alabama after their run to the national championship game uh, earlier this year. Uh, of course, they fell to Georgia in mid-January in the college football playoff final. Coach Valai comes over literally the day after Alabama drops that game. Uh, to become the new cornerbacks coach at the University of Oklahoma, but he's not the only new member of this defensive staff. Miguel Chavis has become a fan favorite already for the energy that yeah. he brings to the table. So uh, interacting with the various members of this defensive staff, and especially Coach Valai, I mean, what is it about them uh, that makes you believe uh, they're the right fit at Oklahoma and they're going to contribute to what should be a vastly improved defense? I mean, uh, definitely just the, the challenge that they, they bring to us every day. Um especially with Coach Valai, like, he just wants us to be great. I think some, sometimes I think he wants it more than we do. So, I mean, if you if you have a coach like that, you're always going to have success. It's like whenever we were practicing, it's like if you're not going 100%, like, he knows. Like, And as far as the other all the other coaches, it's, it's great to have them. Uh, coach Bates, Coach Chave, Coach, coach Roof, you can name any of them, really. Uh, they all come from – some of them come from Clemson and – other all these different programs but all the programs that they come from are powerhouses so that that just explains as as much as you that's that's all you really need to know i mean coach Valai came from alabama um and they had huge a huge success when he was there uh i know jag got di- uh drafted this year uh Jalen armor davis he uh he always preaches uh about him uh just watching film and doing all the little things uh right and just coming in for extra, whatever, whether it may be on the field or off. So Coach, Coach Vila is definitely a great grab for us. Woody Washington with us. He's uh, in Arlington down there with Parker. Our coverage brought to you by Elite Roofing Systems. Uh, they'll do a great job for you. Woody, you mentioned the atmosphere in the building has changed. How would you describe this new culture with Brent and also with Jerry Schmidt coming back to OU? Uh, you know, and compare that to the previous coaching staff. How has it changed? Give us some specifics. Uh, just the intensity uh, that he brings to the to the table every day. Uh, he's gonna come with some type of knowledge, whether it's football or life related, and uh, just the the fire that he brings and the fire that all the other coaches bring. And Coach Smitty, obviously, everybody heard, heard, uh, has heard their stories on on Smitty, but uh, Smitty's a great guy, and he. He pushes us to to just do our best every day, um, whether it's walking across the street or reading a book, whatever, like literally whatever it is, they're <laughs> going to make sure we're, we're doing it to 100%. Now, man, uh, you and I were talking about this in the break as well, but 
Seems like, especially nationally, folks are sleeping on Oklahoma a little bit heading into 2022. You know, I feel like it feels like a lot of people look at the situation in Norman and think, okay, new head coach, new quarterback, so many new faces, new coordinators. How good can they realistically be? Well, let me ask you that question. How good can Oklahoma realistically be under Brent Venables and this staff in 2022? Uh, honestly, I think we can be as good as we want to be. Um, just like I said, Coach Venables – He's going to come in with some type of knowledge, and if, if we just buy into what, whatever he has for us, we're going to have success. Uh, just like when he was at Clemson, he didn't have the, the greatest players on his defense, but all those guys were bought in, so it looked like they were all Americans. You know what I mean? So if we all just buy in to what he has uh, has on the table for us, I think we'll, we'll have great success. Now talk about some of the younger guys uh, amongst that defensive back group, uh, some of the guys that you've gotten to interact with over the course of uh, spring practices, off-season workouts. Obviously some of them, like Gentry Williams and Jaden mm-hmm. Rowe, a lot newer to the fold. They just showed up in June. But uh, as you think about the future of that defensive back group, whether it's safety or whether it's cornerback, because I know you've played both. But mm-hmm. as you think about the future, you think about the next generation of Oklahoma defense defensive backs uh who are some of the kids that really really stand out to you and what are you trying to pass on to them as somebody uh, that's played the position and will continue to play the position here in 2022 at a very high level at oklahoma uh obviously just bring whatever knowledge that i have and give it to them um obviously i'm like the leader in our group so as long as they're bought in or what i'm bought into i think we'll have great success uh moving forward and guys like billy bowman have uh shown a lot uh, Billy came in last year, played a couple of different positions, but I mean, in the end, he's at safety right now and he's doing well. So, um, just guys like Billy, even uh, Jaden Rowe and Gentry that you mentioned, uh, those guys bring tremendous speed to the table. So, if they just buy into to, to the techniques and all the different uh, things that Coach Villar wants them to uh, learn, then I think they'll have great success. And I think the, that the future of Oklahoma defensive back group is in great hands. Woody, do you guys feel at all um, overlooked or dis- dissed a little bit? Because you look at the All-Big 12 team, and there's one guy uh, wearing crimson and cream, and that's Michael Turk, and he's a great punter, obviously. But do you guys feel like you're flying under the radar a little bit? People are maybe overlooking Oklahoma somewhat? Uh, I mean, I mean, for me, it is what it is. I mean, nobody wins preseason awards. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it just depends on what we do in the fall. And in those during those 12 games that we have in the regular season and, and those games after. So I don't think we're overlooked. I mean, people are going to say what they have to say and everybody's going to have their opinions. But as long as we know what we have to do to, to have success, that's all that really matters. Now, Woody, uh, we've obviously talked plenty about the team and the expectations for them in 2022, but I I want to flip the script a little bit. I want to talk about you personally because uh, after the season you had in 2020, which was outstanding by anyone's measure, uh, you struggled with the groin injury uh, in the early half of the 2021 season. That kept you out, I, I want to say, six games, mm-hmm. if my memory served me correctly. But still, at season's end, you were a guy that could have packed up, declared for the NFL draft, and probably heard your name called on draft day. So what was it about the situation at Oklahoma for you personally where you felt like, hey, it's going to behoove me to stay behind another year, learn under Brent Venables and this new staff, and see where we can go in 2022? Uh, honestly, I just thought I could bring more to the table. Um, I mean, like you said, I had a great season in 2020. Next year, I ended up getting hurt. I mean, I haven't really got a full season under my belt. Uh, I probably still would have heard my name called, but and then I was trying to wait on the uh, on the who to see who the new coach was going to be. And once I heard it was Venables, it was like a no-brainer. I want to go play for this guy. 
just based off the fact that he's had great corners in his in his programs and based off the fact that he's had great defenses every year like he's top 10 top 15 every single year that he's been a coach so just want to play for him really no doubt and uh, last last thing here before we cut you loose um Obviously, you've gotten the chance to go up against Jeff Levy's offense in practice, gotten a chance to go up against uh, some of the new receivers on the scene, whether it's the incoming freshmen or the transfers, but plenty of new faces on the offensive side of the ball. And obviously, everybody is kind of enamored with the tempo at which Levy runs his offense. So uh, in those practice sessions, what can you say about the way that the offense has gelled, the way that the offense has meshed? And uh, who are some of the guys that have really given you problems when you're lining up against them? Uh it's definitely different than last year. Like you said, uh, the the offense is going to run with tempo. So if the, if we're not set on defense, we're going to get scored on. Uh, like every time, it doesn't matter what play they run, they're going to find a way to score if we're not set. So I mean, as long as we get set, I think we'll we'll be uh, we'll be good. Especially during camp, I know camp's coming up. But uh, if we just get set, but uh, who's giving me the most trouble? Uh, I have to say probably Jalil Farouk. Yeah. Uh, I know he's a, a newer guy, uh, played a little bit, played like two or three games last year, but um, he's came a long way to, uh, this year. And uh, in the spring, he gave me a, gave me a few uh, few moves, got a few catches on me, but uh, he's definitely <laughs> getting me better, and I'm getting him better. Um, same Marvin, even Marvin, uh, come to the slot, slot a little bit. I don't just play the uh, outside. I might play nickel a little bit uh, just in one-on-ones just to – just guard different receivers and instead of having to have, have to guard one receiver every time you uh, have a rip. But, yeah, definitely uh, Marvin and Jalil. All right, there you go. Woody Washington uh, with uh, Parker Thune and Mike Steely yesterday. Appreciate Parker and his coverage down there over the last couple of days and uh, Elite Roofing Systems for sponsoring our Big 12 Media Day coverages. Um uh, one more segment left this hour. Drake and TJ in with you. If you want to text the show, Air Comfort Solutions text line 405-651-3439 or the Riverwind Casino call-in line 405-329-9000. Back after this on The Ref. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Final segment of Hour 2 of the T-Row of the Morning Show on this Friday. What did you do to yourself? I just pinched my finger in the uh, headphones. <laughs> these stupid uh, things just flop all over the place now, uh, these new yeah. ones. That, that'll happen. Uh, Bunch of flopping Toby, headphones. Toby will be back on Monday. So those of you that uh, fear not hearing T-Row's voice in the morning, that'll quickly change over the weekend. Uh, this hour of the Tier in the Morning Show is brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Give Terry and Jackie a call. Find out about their $8.99 one-time listing fee that can help save you thousands in listing commissions in the sale of your home. 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line real quick, TJ. What are you giggling at? Uh, Fernando Tatis being so happy over at uh, Dairy Queen Blizzard. Hey, Dairy Queen Blizzards are delicious. Okay? <laughs> I'm not saying they're not. I'm just saying, uh, watching him like run up and do his uh, uh, first commercial spot, you could tell his first acting. Uh, it makes me laugh every time I see that commercial. Yeah, that big grin that he gets. Yeah. Yep. Uh, TJ, with Oklahoma Sports going to ESPN Plus in a few weeks in the Kent State football game, uh, this will be the first time 
Uh, since 99, that a game will not be on pay-per-view. Also, will the coaches' shows from Rudy's be on ESPN Plus? Boomer soon. That's from Kelly in Perry, Florida, who, by the way, very loyal listener of the radio broadcast, checks in every single time whenever Toby tells right. everybody to uh, tell us where they're listening from. So, uh, Coaches' shows are on ESPN Plus now, correct? I'm right in saying that? I believe, well, starting August 1st is whenever they will be on. Right, yeah, yeah. right, yeah. So um, I don't know if old content, like old games, are going to be on there or not. Um, I guess that remains to be seen, but. And Kelly, you're correct uh, about the ESPN Plus stuff. <laughs> Here it comes. You're not correct about it being the first uh, non-pay-per-view since 99. Because it's still pay for. You still have to pay to view it on ESPN Plus. Yeah, but it requires a subscription that doesn't stop. It's not a one time thirty nine ninety nine fee that I got with the other pay per views. Oh. It is a which I didn't pay you must for. Have, you must I have gotten a discount. If I will do the same thing. I will do the same thing for those games right now that I have in the past. I go to a restaurant that's showing the game to air it because it's still pay per view. Okay? Don't try to give me this technicality crap. It's still pay-per-view. Next up, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Make people real angry. Just move the thunder to Tulsa. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Make the people of Tulsa happy. That's right. Um, Guys, did we get the Smothers kid yesterday? Yes, running back. Dalen Smothers committed. The 11th commit that OU's gotten since that early June champion barbecue. That's right. Yes, he uh, he declared uh, or committed yesterday. That's correct. And the last text on here, uh, it's from one of my friends in my fantasy baseball league because I uh, traded for Julio Rodriguez early this year. It just says, Julio! Julio, a part of the home run derby now, correct? That's right. That's Him right. and Corey Seager added yesterday. I made fun of Corey Seager late last week, and then he's just been on an absolute tear. Jose Rodriguez, or Jose, Jose Ramirez, uh, Kyle Schwarber, yeah, lots of Kyle lots of Schwarber. Games. Don't Pete get Alonso. me started on Kyle Schwarber. Hour three coming up. Back into this. From the gridiron, to the hardwood, to the diamond, no one covers the Sooners like we do. If it's Sooner Sports, we have you covered 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. This is the home of Sooner fans. 1400 AM, KREF, Norman, Moore, Oklahoma City, and 99.3 FM, K257DA, the REF Sports Radio Network. If you're selling your home, don't list with the MLS. That system made sense 25 years ago when people were still using a phone book. The best way to sell your home today is by using fsbohomes.com. Most homes on fsbohomes.com sell faster than the market average for more than the appraised value and without an agent on the listing or buying side, saving you up to 6% of your home's price in needless commissions. So don't waste all your money on agents. Sell your home using fsbohomes.com. Beats and Bites is back this summer at Riverwind. Beat the Heat with Scotty McCreary on July 30th. Plus, all your favorite food trucks. Tickets are just $5 at Riverwind.com or the box office. 
Do you know after a disaster strikes, if you don't take the right steps, you could sign away a large amount of your insurance claim to the wrong company? It's your insurance claim. You've paid a lifetime for it, and you are most vulnerable when disaster strikes. Don't let anyone start work immediately on your property until you know what to do next. Your insurance claim and future depend on it. You need a company to help point you in the right direction. 405-735-5510. Brown O'Haver has been the name to trust since 1988, working for you, not the insurance company. Energy Savings Agreement from Air Comfort Solutions can maximize your home's energy efficiency. It can keep your AC and furnace systems working properly all year long and save you money by reducing costs from separate AC and furnace tune-up. Those aren't the only benefits, though. You'll get 15% off HVAC repairs, same-day service, a spring and fall tune-up, and no overtime charges. Save energy, time, and money all year long with Air Comfort Solutions Energy Savings Agreement. Call 721-3740 or visit aircomfortsolutions.com. 